I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Please be advised that Six Degrees of Reality TV contains explicit language. Hi and welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV, the podcast where two MFAs try to figure out what the hell is happening on our screens. My name is Amy and I hold an MFA in creative nonfiction. And my name is Leslie and I hold an MFA in creative writing fiction. And together we are trying to uncover what it means to fall in love on reality TV. Hi everyone, welcome to Six Degrees of Reality TV. My name is Amy and I'm your co-host. And I am Leslie. We did it, Amy. We did it. We did it. We did it. We survived. We crawled to the finish line. <laughs> it was like a pub crawl. It really was. <laughs> I'm um, so happy that it's over. <laughs> I'm happy it's over. I I have to say, you know, as much as I have grown to hate Lindsay. Mm-hmm. she really made some good drama this season <laughs> she did because otherwise this would have been a total snooze fest yeah because the Alyssa drama burned out in the first like two weeks it was like the first three episodes and we were yeah. done yeah yeah so like I was happy to have her even though I hate her and even though Mark the Shock suffered mm-hmm. for it he su- Mark the Shock suffered for our entertainment he did you know what and bravo to him bravo to him um, so I have big news this week. I quit my job. <gasps> Amy. Okay. So I knew about this, but yes, <laughs> this is so exciting. So what I'm does this mean for you and then for us? So I'm leaving higher education, Woo! which I never thought I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm walking away from two free college educations for my kids. Like, That's a lot of money. Right That's now. a lot of money. So I've been interviewing with this company. I don't want to get too specific, but it, they, they, they are in the mental health sector mm-hmm. and I'm going to be their senior writer. So mm-hmm. I'm super excited, but I've been interviewing that for, I've been interviewing with them for two months. And when the shooting happened, as you guys know, like I do a lot of advocacy work around school shootings and gun violence. So right. when the shooting happened in Texas, I was like, this needs to happen. Cause I was on the fence, you know, I'm like, do I walk away from free tuition for my kids and student loan forgiveness for me? I mean, that's, yeah. that's a lot of money I'm leaving on the table. Right. But I'm like, this is where my voice needs to be right now. Like mm-hmm. I just need to, to get into this fight in a real way. So, uh, I start July 5th. I'm super excited. Yay! No more teaching, which is going to be really weird. I don't know. Yeah. I might I might teach a class here or there, but um it'll be it'll be really cool to be home, you know, mm-hmm. and just be with my my pets and my kids and it'll give me a little more space I think for podcasting. Yes, which I'm super excited about. So that's me. And, and I saw the Ava brothers last night at Omegon Brewery. 
she literally like just walked in the door and she was like okay we're gonna podcast she wasn't <laughs> yeah, like, even I home. haven't even I haven't even showered my hair is like last night's hair like because Timmy and I are the kind of vacationers I don't know if you're like this like we get up we come home Mm. that's it no dilly dallying like we get up and it's mostly him like we get up he just wants to come home yeah it depends if I'm catching a flight then I'm like that but if it's to drive in it's like can I sleep in a little more or can we have breakfast in this cute little town or can we do this or nope he's like nope nope he's like drive through that Dunkin Donuts get me coffee we're going home (laughs) like okay so that's what we did. So we walked in the door. I sent my mom away because she was here watching my kids and my dogs. And that's it. Now I'm here with you. Very Yay. excited to talk about maths. Yes. And, and, and don't get me wrong in terms of me being excited that the season's over. I'm just excited for new characters because these blood, people. Man. New blood. I'm tired of them and their drama mm-hmm. because a lot of it is very repetitive. Yeah. And I think it's just the nature of the editing of the show. Yes. I agree. So it was funny when Kevin Frazier was like, you know, because fans love this show. And I'm like, have you been on any of the Facebook groups that I'm in? <laughs> they hate this show and they, they hate the people on it. <laughs> it's so weird because we talked about this last week. Like you and I love this show. I do. But we do think they drag it out a bit. They do. They definitely <laughs> do. Um, but the fans, I, I feel like fans maybe in episode five or six just start hate watching. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Mm hmm. And you know what? I'm feeling that with 90 Day this season. Oh my God. Can we just talk about, okay. So part of the reason why, and I I don't want to toot her own horn. I mean, Amy is partly, she created, she kind of came up with this name. We kind of collaborated on it. Why I think Six Degrees of Reality TV just in general kind of works because it could help us branch out to different topics at mm-hmm. some point and a lot of times a lot of these words kind of collide because there's reality tv is very formulaic especially when it's couple driven and relationship driven mm-hmm. and this season on 90 day it's so fucking boring and these people <sighs> are so toxic but doll is awful I hate oh him. my god he's he's awful so i'm just saying shaida take that backside home I know. Bye. Leave him. It's just I I know. And I'm not, I'm not convinced she's great. But yeah, but he's not getting a good at it. Right. In her sheer like relation to him, he's so awful that he makes her look so much better. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's really, it's just not a great season. It's very boring. We get a lot of the tropes of people not understanding other conservative religions and beliefs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's always that. What is kind of interesting is the scene playing out in Austin with the two brothers, the one from Boston. Yeah. I, I don't know what's going that. on there, but that that could be real interesting because that Boston John or whatever his name is, he is like one of those ancillary characters we all need in our lives. Yeah, he drops a steak. of chaos. <laughs> he drops a piece of steak that he's cooking and then he's like, five minute rule, five second rule, whatever. And he's drinking <laughs> a beer at like 10 a.m. Like he's an agent of chaos. We need him. <laughs> yeah, that, that whole season is a shit show. Um, and not in a good way. You know, I, I, I want more... I don't know. I, I just want more from these people and they're not bringing it. And it's, and Jabri, I call him gibberish. I feel like that whole situation Jabri, is pretty fake. fake. It's fake. So fake. They're if just you, chasing Instagram follows. That's if all it is. you had your wish to cover any other reality show, keeping in mind that we're focusing on dating or love or right. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. 
what would it be? Ooh, it would not be 90 day for me. It would not be. There Mm -mm. are so many other great podcasts that do just so much better. Like, why would I even try to compete with them? Um, What's another show? You know what I love so much? (laughs) (laughs) Temptation Island. (laughs) You know, I've never gotten into Temptation Island. Oh, you would love it. You would love it. Because it's a bunch of hot people. It's, It's just a train wreck. It's so great. It's so great. You would love it. And I also love, and you know this, Love After Lockup is like my-, my That favorite. is really good. But again, there are a lot of podcasts that do it so well. There are, there are. But I think they would Island do is amazing. Another, like if they do another season of F-Boy Island, because that was just so chaotic. I never saw crazy. that. Oh my God. You need to watch this on HBO Max. It okay. is amazing. It is just, there are no fucking rules. Like they start mm. with rules and by the end of it, there are no rules. Well, that's Temptation Island. I mean, there are people literally having sex- you're hearing the moaning and the inserting of the P and the V and oh, they're, no. they're playing this footage for their loved ones. <laughs> no, 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 no. So wait, so is the premise is these people are attached to someone else and then they're tempted to cheat? It's very much like the ultimatum kind of the premise of it. So they, these hot, these four couples come to an Island, they're engaged or they're just in long-term relationships and they're at a crossroads and they want to see if, you know, they can survive Temptation Island. So they go to these houses. It's beautifully filmed. It's in Hawaii. It's gorgeous. Oh, and they just have these wild parties because there's a bunch of singles. So the girls will go to a mansion and there's like 20 male singles there. And then, you know, the men will do the same. And it's like, it's just debauchery the entire time. It's a and recipe for disaster. And then everybody's crying and Mark, the fake Mark Wahlberg hosts it. And he's amazing. Oh, God, so great. So great. Who's the fake Mark Wahlberg? Um, it's Mark, like the, the grown-up Mark Wahlberg, like Mark T. Wahlberg or whatever. You know. Oh, okay. Because I was yeah. like, who's the fake Mark? <laughs> I call him the grown-up Mark Wahlberg because he's not Marky Mark. You know, I, I've met the actual Mark Wahlberg. He is so sweet and he is so cool. Oh, he's cool. great. He's great. Yeah. But he does not take well to any Marky Mark references. <laughs> <laughs> but like this guy is the, the grown up Mark Wahlberg. And he's like, you know, uh, kind of going into to older middle age. He's older okay. than us. And okay. he hosts it. And I don't know, somewhere along the line, he got like an advanced degree in, in psychology and relationship advice because he's better than all the experts on this show. Oh, interesting. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. So anyway, at some point, I would love you to watch an episode of that and I'll watch it okay. Island and we'll see which one is better. Maybe we could do like a, a bonus mm-hmm. and see like, and then we'll hold like a survival, like um, kind of voting and we'll put it up to <laughs> our listeners, which one should we cover? And we do have an odd number of listeners. We have 11, I think. So, oh my know, God. We so we have one from Colorado. Someone just messaged us and said, I'm listening all the way from Colorado. So, hey. Hey, Colorado. (laughs) We see you. We see you. Send us some of your weed. (laughs) Oh, yes, please. (laughs) All right. So you have breaking maps news, correct? I do. Go ahead. So guys, this week, Married at First Sight season 15, People Magazine exclusive first look. So then we get to meet the new couples. But not only that, 
shocker, Dr. Viviana is not coming back, you guys. She is done with trying to get people to bone. She does her job well. That's why they don't want her back. (laughs) They don't want her back. They're sick of her. I don't know what's going on. But yeah, so as you know, season 15 is going to take place in San Diego, which I love. I've been to San Diego. It's such a cool I love San Diego. The weather is perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love the beach. Like, okay, so I'm scared of water and I'm scared of drowning. I love the beach in the sense that I could sit on the sand Mm -hmm. and watch it. And look at it. Sure. And listen to a podcast about true crime. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. That's my love. That's my relationship with the beach. And this is really sad from someone whose family hails from the Dominican Republic who has like (laughs) some of the best beaches in the world. But again, I respect the sea. I feel like it it might come for me and kill me. So I respect it. I respect it as well. I love it. So this new season in San Diego starts July 6th. So we got a little bit of a break. Okay. And apparently there's like a three hour season premiere. Do we need all that fucking time? You and I will make that decision because (laughs) they're going to have all of these specials leading up to it. Mm -hmm. Like we did with this season, guys, we'll probably start with episode one. The Episode one, the actual when they meet at the altar. Yes. So the relationship experts that are returning are Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper, and they're going to be joined by Devon Franklin and Dr. Pia Hollick. So Franklin is a Hollywood producer, New York Times bestselling author, and relationship advisor. But according to the blogs and some mass group, apparently he just had like a sticky kind of breakup in his own Mm. marriage i don't know i'm gonna Mm. look into that so we'll we'll find out before the season premieres and you know pia holic is a renowned psychotherapist who specializes in sex and couples therapy so according to people magazine or people.com um dr viviana won't be returning because of other projects so i feel like she's did you know we'll get into this but did you notice she holds people accountable for shit this part of it was amazing when yeah. she came out and she was like oh to Alyssa like mm-hmm. she was reading her for film mm-hmm. and I, like, oh, I like you her. said this yeah I like her and I think I don't know I think there's people that don't yeah I'm gonna miss her trying to force people to fuck me like too me too she part. shows up with like a suitcase full of shit She's like, here's a dildo. Here's some lube. Figure it out. What kind of drugs do you need to make this happen? (laughs) Do you need some Molly? I got some for you. Here you go. All right. So let's get into this. This is Married at First Sight season 14 reunion part two. All right. So I have to say, I enjoyed the way that they structured this. Mm -hmm. I liked having all the girls talking and then all the guys talking. Did they do that last year? I don't remember. I think they did. Okay. All right. So yeah, because there were women that had issues with each other and that kind of have, you know, aired out there. Yeah. So the way that we did this is I just kind of took notes on like notable things. Mm -hmm. Okay. So all the girls are with Kevin Frazier and Alyssa and Lindsay have words. And we learned that Alyssa, no shock here, her and Lindsay are blocking each other on social media. Okay. Not surprising. We also learned that Jasmina has unfollowed Lindsay. Lindsay Mm -hmm. is guys, not good. Not <laughs> she's all over the place so we see a clip of oh being like i need to know that you are at wife level <laughs> and jasmina says she yelled at oh about all this shit and so you know katina's like yeah and i really appreciate that like you had my back and jasmina's like yeah fuck him like i was not letting him talk to you like this like we yeah. all kind of talk to him and Lindsay says 
um, she loves O. And, you know, the one thing that she does love about him, and we've said this, Leslie, mm-hmm. is when he realizes he's done something wrong, like he does try to self-correct. Yeah, so he I does. He, he is and he cool. holds her accountable later on in the yeah. episode. Yeah. So uh, Kevin says that she just, nope. No, Katina. Sorry. Katina says, now I just shit talk him back. Like, I don't take it. Whatever. We're off. We're off the cameras. The gloves are off. Yeah. I want to see that though. Kevin says, I have a theory that Kevin has a mad crush on Olajuwon. Like he literally gets boned up talking about him. Dude, did you even notice? I even made a note of this. His body language changed <laughs> when the guys, it's like he manspread and he was like, come on, dudes, let's bro it out. Like he does that. And with women, he like crosses his legs. It's like, uh-huh. ladies, mm-hmm. can I, you know, offer you a drink and he tell wants, me your thoughts? He wants to do more than bro out with Olajuwon. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. There's no harm in that. Olajuwon is hot. We know he's yep, problematic. Yep. He I is think- teachable and he's, hot i think he's just magnetic everybody wants to be okay yeah all right so then so kevin's like elijah made a lot of efforts to be better how about that ring you know everybody's Mm -hmm. like okay whatever like but again we do not get a real close-up of it no we don't no we don't so what does that tell you cubic zirconium maybe maybe (laughs) there's something wrong with that you you cannot go listen i come from the school of thought it's like you buy what you can afford. If yep. you can, do not go into debt to buy a $30,000 ring when that could go towards your bills. And then all of a sudden you have no place to live. Hey, like, why hus- would you do that? My husband and I did not have an engagement ring. We just bought wedding bands. Oh, for that's like nice. 70 bucks. <laughs> yeah. For my first marriage, which was nice. I had to pay for the rings. It I paid for like- my first ring. 1700 pesos which is under <laughs> it's like 50 bucks in the u.s or something like 40 bucks <laughs> no i paid for my first ring 400 bucks at sears that's a lot more valuable than it's so funny because when i was getting divorced i gave my mom my wedding ring i was like listen i don't want this and the other day she was like you know maybe i should pawn it and i'm like mom i bought that it's like a hundred dollars like mm-hmm. when i got like mm-hmm. the real quote-unquote real ones i'm like mm-hmm. you're not gonna get much for that yeah, I pawned mine like almost immediately. And I think I got a hundred bucks for it. Yeah. But I needed that hundred bucks. I had no yeah. money. So I was like, okay, give it to me. <laughs> All right. So now we turn to Lindsay and how she rubbed everybody the wrong way. And we see footage of her at the bachelorette party. I had forgotten about this mm-hmm. where she's like, I wonder which one of your husbands I banged. <laughs> oh yes. my God. That was awful. Wow. Uh, Lindsay says, whatever. I enjoyed myself. I had fun. No big deal. So Alyssa says she felt uncomfortable around Lindsay. And Lindsay's like, bitch, you sent messages to my husband behind my back. Now, I have a question here. (laughs) Do we really think Alyssa was trying to hit on Mark the Shock? Of course not. You know what probably happened? Mark was probably talking to Chris. They were growing out and he probably reached out to her and was like, trying to be the peacemaker and be like, Hey, yeah. he's really a nice guy. Try to yeah. give him a chance. Yep. hundred percent. hundred percent. That's probably all it was. Lindsay's like, you were not here for marriage. So don't, don't uh, pretend that you were stop the act. All the other girls look super uncomfortable. Like they always do when Lindsay and guys, if you've known somebody in your life, you've been in this position. I've been in this position where somebody, you know, just calls people out and has no filter mm-hmm. 
and no, not even filter. It's like no sense of what is appropriate. Yeah. And like, you'll be like, have you ever been in a restaurant and somebody is like complaining about their food or treating the waitstaff bad? I'm like, oh my God. I hate that. Like in the service industry, like I treat people with the utmost respect because that is not an easy job dealing with different people Mm -hmm. that come in from Mm -hmm. different moods, different situations. Mm -hmm. They're frustrated for whatever reason they they're trying to have a meal and then they have certain food allergies or maybe they're just divas and they just want everything a certain way. Yep. You know, like Sally and when Harry met Sally. (laughs) But you've been in that situation where somebody's like either rude or like that is the kind of vibe that Lindsay puts out all the time. And here's the problem with us now, because we're doing the whole like, oh, we're just keeping it real mentality. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. People think it's okay. Yes. Yep. Yep. It's almost like something has shifted in the country to give permission to people to be rude. It's almost like we lost the quorum. We told almost we like did. it happened six years ago. Kind of. Yeah. We know exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and, it's and, cool. We're just keeping it real. And I'm not taking sides. I'm just saying we had a real contentious election in 2016. And I think yeah. that had a lot to do with it. Okay. That had a lot to do with it. So Alyssa says Mark reached out to her to check on her. And you know what? She's grateful he did. Okay. So here's some more notable moments. Lindsay and Jasmina had a fight in the limo and in, after the after party. Lindsay yes. was talking shit about Alyssa and Jasmina didn't think it was cool because Alyssa wasn't there to defend herself. So they get into this a little bit. Mm-hmm. And Jasmina's like, look, I wouldn't let Alyssa talk shit about you when you weren't there. So I'm not going to let you talk about Alyssa. I don't know. Yeah. I don't understand this defense of Alyssa, first of all. But whatever. Maybe she was really because she did emphasize, like, I want to be with the girls. Like, that's what she wanted mm-hmm. to say. Yeah. I'm like, girls. Okay. Well, and I think a lot of them had never seen what she was saying. Yeah. That's probably what think, it is. Think about we saw those two sides to her. Mm-hmm. So if they're only getting the on camera Alyssa, they think she's super sweet. And then also, because when we saw her having her little meltdowns, it was when she thought cameras were not filming. Exactly. Mm hmm. So they also clear up the lion and eagle tattoo debacle. Remember that whole nightmare? Oh, God. Lindsay says she heard it from one of Chris's groomsmen. And Jasmine is like, look, I believe that you heard that. But it was not true. Mm-hmm. Like Alyssa's psychic or whatever told her that it was an eagle tattoo or whatever. The, the one that Steve doesn't have. Or the lion or yeah. whatever. Whatever Tiger. Steve has. Lion, tigers, opposite, and bears. Right? <laughs> So then they talk about what kind of man each of them would want for Alyssa, Lindsay, and Jasmina. And they all say a variation of the same thing. Loyal, family-oriented, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's boring. Cowboy. And then Alyssa says she loves to be in the country and shoot guns and ride four-wheelers. You know, like Bostonians do. You know, that's synonymous She needs to Boston. be in Texas. <laughs> go to Austin. Like, if you don't yeah. want to be in Texas, Texas, go to Austin. Mm-hmm. All right. So although I think she would hate Austin because she clearly does not like Chris because he wore a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. We know that's the reason. Yeah. She would not get into it because she's scared that she would get attacked if she voiced yep. her real like leanings and yep. Yep. beliefs. Yep. So now the men come in and you're right. Kev does the shift. Mm-hmm. Let's those balls swing out. I don't know what he's doing. He's like, let me readjust. <laughs> You had to see my, you guys had to see my hand motion for that. I'm like, let my ball swing. Yeah, it was funny. She was like pushing out, like if she's drowning in a pool, like, 
So they talk about Lindsay and Mark and O says Mark was matched with some, he really did not have nice things to say about Lindsay. He's like, Mark was matched with someone who does not take responsibility for her own actions. He's a hundred percent right. Cause that's, that's the difference between Lindsay and O. he takes responsibility. He's awful, but he takes responsibility for it. So Mark says they got into a really bad fight and Lindsay spit on him. That was egregious to me because here's the thing for me, this is the most disrespectful thing you could do is to hit someone in the face kick them or spit on them. I think those are the worst things you can do. Cause it's like, you're putting that person down so much. And I was raised in a family. Like I grew up with a whole bunch of cousins and we all grew up in my grandmother's house basically. So it was Mm -hmm. like, they were all my siblings and they were all boys until my little cousin Raquel came like years later. But I was like roughing and tumbling with these guys and I was biting and, you know, kicking. Mm -hmm. That was as far as I went, but they were always like, do not spit. Mm-hmm. And do not hit each other in the face because you will get in so much trouble. That is disrespectful. Don't call anyone stupid. That is very yep. big in like the Dominican community. Yep. Like someone insulting your intelligence. Mm-hmm. Like it's, we take very offense to calling someone stupid. So don't yeah. say that. So I know those boundaries. So it's like, where did she grow up where she could just feel so entitled that she could spit on someone? I know it's really bad. So he also says, like, nothing is off limits with her. She'll attack my mother. She'll attack my grandmother. Whatever she, like, whatever weapon is at her disposal, she will use to draw blood. Yeah. Then he says he's literally shaken and been terrified of her. I believe it. Then they show him a video of his dying cat. And I'm like, can't we give this guy a break? (laughs) Come on. (laughs) So Mark says, look, Lindsay might have good intentions but she triggers me like she Mm -hmm. she triggers all my bullying uh, problems from the past and then michael says michael mike says (laughs) maybe she does good things but that doesn't cancel out all the terrible things that she does thank you that is exactly what it is that's Mm -hmm. why she thinks that she's justified in her behavior she was like well i was nice to you two seconds ago Mm mm-hmm so now, uh, all right, all right, all right. Steve comes in and he's like, look, ladies. Oh, look, gentlemen. <laughs> gentlemen. He's like, look, gentlemen. Mark is better off without that bitch. Like he does not have a moment of patience for, for Lizzie. He does not Done. like her. Done. So then now we get to Chris and Alyssa. And does Chris think Alyssa's a good person? He deflects. They talk about Olajuwon and Steve's like, he's grown. I, I mean, there's just nothing much here. Okay. Mm-hmm. We do learn that O gets all boned up when, when Katina cooks a gourmet meal. We did learn that. Yeah. She made lobster. Even watching him, he got all animated and excited when yeah. he was ta- telling about the meals that she makes. Yeah. He needs to, I'm, I'm starting to think that maybe he came from really humble beginnings where food wasn't always secure. Maybe. And that's maybe. something that that's why he's so like attached to like, we need this. We need home cook, home cook, home cook. Maybe. Cause maybe he didn't have that. Mm-hmm. So then they ask uh, what Mike could have done differently to win Jasmina over. And Mark says, I think he overthought things. And I think Mark, the shock is right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So now we bring out the experts and we have just this little um, kind of debriefing with just Kevin and the experts. So they asked what surprised you. Pepper says uh, Lindsay and Mark being so combustible really mm-hmm. surprised her. 
And Cal's like, Alyssa and Chris, and they, Pep and Viv are both like, oh yeah, oh yeah. I take my answer back. Chris and Alyssa totally surprised us. The experts believe that, or they explain that they believe they really can create long lasting marriages and they were happy that the four couples said yes. And then um, Vivian says she was always a champion of Mark and Lindsay. And she, yes, really she was that they could have worked out. Maybe that's why they fired her. <laughs> yeah, they were like, you cannot see what's in front of you. So then Katina and Olajuwon um, come out. Okay, so this is, uh, no, did they come out? Oh, I don't know why I have well, this Well, weird... they, they do talk about like how great O and Katina are together. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. So Kev says, you all gave O the business. And what do you yes. think of him now? And Kev congratulates the experts on a perfect match. And again, he's all animated and excited when talking about Olajuwon. Listen, I would be too. (laughs) So then they talk about Stephen Noy and Viv says he came out of the gate with insightfulness and thoughtfulness. And Steve is almost like an expert. He is. He is so level-headed. Yes. Love it. She's like, he could be a therapist. He uses his analytical mind for good. Mm -hmm. So um, then they're talking about the uh, Stephen Noy not living together. And we relive Pep not living with her husband. And (laughs) Kevin's just like, that was such a bombshell. Like, I couldn't believe it. And she's like, look, it was a different circumstance. I had raised my kids. It was my second marriage. Um, And then did you notice that Viv threw out a Sex in the City reference? Did you get that? That's what I was. Okay. So I'm like, did you watch the part where Dr. Viviana brings up Sex in the City? And she she says, Steve and Noy are in Carrie and big yes she and does. i was like our worlds are colliding because this season mm-hmm. i've been talking about sex in the city so much so much yeah because i've been just like that that's why we brought it up and yep. then i was like okay i feel seen one and two why would you anyone want to be like carrie and big they were so toxic exactly and they i think that awful. was her point like they were like they're not them like they mm-hmm. need to be in a healthy loving environment together yeah. Okay. We don't need the big edge. We don't need know. big. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Um, so now we do couple by couple. So you took some notes on Mike and Jasmina? Yes. Okay. So Jasmina and Michael sit with the experts and um, they're the first ones to do so. And Dr. Viviana asked what happened because they were all hopeful after decision day with them both saying yes. Yeah. So everyone wants to know what happened. But Jasmina comes back to the big blowout they had. They keep alluding to this blowout that caused mm-hmm. a breakup. So we get the story. And Jasmina reveals that she needed to borrow his laptop. And I instantly thought, oh my God, did she find porn that was like egregious? <laughs> right, right. Did he have chats with other women? Right. But no, it was as simple as him forgetting to bring the laptop for her to use because apparently she hadn't had her laptop, but she didn't have access to it, needed to borrow his, and he forgot. And that left a bad taste in her mouth. And I was like, what? Can I say something that might be controversial? Okay. I don't think she's very nice. And I think she hides it well on camera. Like, I think she's very nice to, I think she's a very kind-hearted teacher and she's very nice to her students. I'm not saying that. But I don't think she's the nicest and gentlest partner. When we did see that little clip, when she goes, now, Michael, mm-hmm. that seems like that's really mm-hmm. her tone. Yeah. I don't think she's very nice. And I, I think, think that she's stern. 
I think approach. I think Mike needs a soft place to fall. I think he needs somebody who's gentle and kind and loving, and she's not it. They were just not a good match from the start. Maybe Viv set them up too. <laughs> Probably. They're like Viv, you're like two for zero here. So yeah. Yeah. So Mike thinks that the laptop incident was a ridiculous issue for them to break up over. And I'm like, a hundred percent. But he says that he felt she wasn't giving any effort towards keeping their marriage together. And again, Jasmina states that she was texting him and reaching out to him to little response. And mm-hmm. Mike still attests that he gave it his all. So all he did was sit on her couch, according mm-hmm. to her. And that kitty cat was not going to get warmed up without some effort. <laughs> So that's the issue. <laughs> and Dr. V assures that Jasmina, that she will go back into the dating pool and wonder what the frick was yep. she thinking letting yep. Michael go? She said frick. <laughs> I, I like, don't what? disagree though, right? I think that at some point she's going to be like, oh man, at least Michael was showing up for me and was vulnerable because he did open up to her and they became somewhat friendly towards each other. I'll tell you what, I know people in the dating pool, it seems like a real big fucking nightmare. So it's a nightmare. You get, get out you, of it. <laughs> you get like a Mike type situation. You hang on to him. Yeah. The dating pool is full of pee. Yeah. Yep. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think ex- somebody pooped in the dating pool. <laughs> yeah. And this one. Yeah. <laughs> the experts still believe that down the road, they can still make it. And Jasmina put an end to that because she says she doesn't see that. And neither do I. So yeah it's not happening so then oh so that was pretty much it and i mm-hmm. thought that the other couples were gonna do a sit down and stuff and not really so no it's just the ones who broke up yeah so those were the ones that um we get and then again we get another group scene with everyone back on stage yeah let's take a quick break guys and we'll come back and talk about the showdown between dr viv and Alyssa. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Okay, so now we have uh, Chris and Alyssa come out. They do sit by each other, which I'm shocked. Yeah. And Alyssa turns to him. She's like, you're not ripped from Yellowstone. (laughs) (laughs) So Pep's like, we gave you a terrific husband. I'm interested to know why you think it was a failure, why you think he was a failure. So Alyssa says, I I respectfully disagree. I don't feel like my preferences that I voiced aligned with Chris. Our core values do not align. Guys, she is complete opposite of him on the political scale. That's all it is, yeah. Spectrum. 
and she can't overcome that. And that's all she has to do is say that. I mean, I couldn't date somebody who was of a different political view than me. Mm -hmm. And you don't have to be like, like, I wouldn't be like, oh, you know, he, he's a Republican. I hate him or whatever, but she could just say like, I am a Democrat or I am a Republican. And, and that is very important to me. And Mm -hmm. I would have severe issues with this situation. Very similar to Potato and Brett last season, which now we have a word that Potato and Alyssa have hooked up. It's ridiculous. And we do get a little sneak peek at next week's episode. Where are they now? It's like, we just saw them. I didn't see that. (laughs) I didn't see that sneak peek. Yes. You can tell me about that at the end. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So Viv says, he is exactly what you asked for. Compassionate, funny, giving, loyal, hardworking. See, now this is, I have a problem with this because those five words could apply to so many people. Yeah. I think you need to get more specific. Like if, if it were me again, I would be like, I want somebody who's, you know, not religious, somebody of this political view, somebody of this, whatever. Exactly. Okay. So, cause you know, and also if looks are so important to you state that. Yeah. Yeah. What if you put hot as your <laughs> top goal? Hot. Maybe Katina did. Maybe. Maybe. So Alyssa says, I didn't feel like he was loyal. And they look at her like their minds are blown because keep in mind, she spent 30 minutes with this man. <laughs> so she literally starts to cry. And she's like, I was told I would come out here and not be attacked. Okay. Let me tell you something. Those were not real tears. That's her putting on a show. Yep. So Viv says, you keep saying we didn't do a good job. And that's what's bothering us here. Like we gave you what you asked for. So Pastor Cal goes, what are your core values? I don't want to get into that. I don't want to get into specifics. Okay. Because she knows people will come for her. Like this is ridiculous. So Chris is like, I think the, Chris speaks up. He's like, I think the idea that we all have a person is dumb. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you know, you find the best match for you. Like he's really level-headed about this kind of stuff. I like Chris. So Alyssa says, I told you, if you couldn't find every requirement I had, then don't match me at all. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So Viv says, look, I'm going to give you a piece of life advice here. Throwing down the life lessons. When you judge someone, you're going forward only looking at the bad. It's a terrible look for you. And it's a terrible way to live. Yep. Peace out. (sighs) Mic drop. I'm done for the season. (laughs) No. And also she read all the things like, well, you said this, 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 and this. And she's like, I don't want to be attacked. I'm like, but that's what you said. Viv came with receipts. Mm -hmm. Yep. So Pepper's like, oh, Alyssa goes, I know it's a joke, but like, I'm really good person. And I was shown in a bad light. And Pep goes, we didn't put words in your mouth. Mm Mm-hmm. Like when she's standing there going like, he's a fucking shitty car salesman. Nobody made her say that. Nope. I hate him. I literally hate him. So they round, they they end the segment by apologizing to Chris. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now Mark and Lindsay. Oh my God. All right. <clears throat> Lindsay says they broke up on her birthday. So, you know, when you ask Lindsay a question, like what happened, Lindsay? It's going to be all about her. It's going to be all skewed. Mm-hmm. And Mark, who has never stood up for himself in his life, 
does not know how to come back at this bitch. Yeah. So Lindsay says, well, we broke up on my birthday. Uh, I wanted to be done restoring his three family home and have dinner and a massage. And he gave me an IOU and then he never delivered on it. So let's get this straight, Leslie. (laughs) I'm rolling my eyes. While Mark is shaking in fear and reliving trauma from being around the worst bully of his life, she's upset that he gave her an IOU on a massage. It's just the dumbest shit ever. the dumbest shit. The dumbest shit ever. So she says, he threw me out of the house. And, And Mark is like, we'll get into it. Hold on. I'm skipping ahead. Okay, so Mark says, Here's the real version of the story. <laughs> After decision day, we, we spent a week getting the place ready because, of course, it wasn't up to her standard. So we had to completely redo this three-bedroom home mm-hmm. or three-family home. It's always three-family home, right? Um, but there were too many threats made. And we got in a fight because I wanted to go back to work. And he didn't. she didn't like me working because she didn't like the split shift. She didn't like the hour. She didn't like the pay. She didn't like the commute. But yet, you know, she like she wanted me to get back to work, but she didn't want me to work where I wanted to work. Yeah. And then um, she said to him, apparently, if you go back to that job, we're getting divorced. Because it has to be her way or the highway, essentially, for everything. Then Mark says, I would never throw anyone out on the street. Like, that's not what happened. But he doesn't know how to aggressively come back at her. He... And yeah. I've been in this situation where you just can't match that aggressive energy. Mm-hmm. So you just back down because that's, you know what I mean? What you do. So Pastor Cal steps up and he's like, and he nails it. He's like, you two have zero respect for each other. Yeah. But then he says, you both destroyed the marriage. And I don't agree with that. No, I don't think that Mar- Mark was doing a lot to try yep. to make her happy. Yep. Because after I think the first blowout, I wouldn't speak to her ever again. I would have been done. Exactly. I think these experts in their mounting defense of Lindsay, which I have no idea why they do, they just don't understand that Mark was, Mark got a real bad vibe off her right from the start. From the wedding. And he never was able to come back from that. Yeah. I get it. But he still banged her. He still banged her. Which is a typical guy (laughs) thing to do, which is confusing. Yes. He says... She's too violent. It's too threatening. Okay. So then uh, Lindsay says, I disagree. I went into flight or fight mode. That's all that was happening there. No, that's not true. That's not true. So Pepper says, you respond with lashing out when you get hurt and you really, you hit bone and you really need to work on that because you'll never have a good relationship. Then she says to Mark, you're withholding shit. Really? Okay. No. They ask Lindsay how she feels about this. And Lindsay goes, well, to be honest, and Viv's like, nope, nope, nope. (laughs) Do not start it that way because you're going to follow that with an insult. I know you. Mm -hmm. And she's like, Viv, you're really talking over me and I don't like it. And then she's like, um, or Viv's going, do not give her a chance to hurt him again. But she does. She's like, he's a piece of shit, whatever. Okay. Then Mark says, like, next time I'm not going to let myself be walked on. And I said, Mark, when I look at him, he has legitimate PTSD. Yeah. That's what I see in that man. He looks frightened. Mm -hmm. So the couples then come back together. So they're done. The couples come back together and they revisit the fight between Lindsay and O. 
And they talk about how they've come to be friends and they respect one another and they hashed it all out. Now we see the bowling alley footage. Yes. Lindsay, they show like, guys, remember on uh, old school Wheel of Fortune when you would pick your prizes out of the showcase, they would put your little picture in the corner and they would go around the room and you'd see the person like all excited when yeah. they, learned they were getting like a $5,000 stove, you know, whatever. Yeah. So they do this with this footage. So Lindsay's little head is in the corner and she's laughing. She's laughing the whole time. She's laughing. Okay. So everyone sitting there is kind of like, oof, whoa. And Kev calls her out on this and says, did you go too far? And she's like, I I could have said some of those things kinder. Again, she doesn't give a shit about him. Nope. So Kev calls her out for humiliating him because that's what it was. She humiliated Mm -hmm. him. And she was like, I wasn't. I was just bitching in a corner, you know, mic'd up on national TV. Okay. I don't know if I respect respect her for not backing down and still being an asshole or or if I hate her even more. I can't tell. I hate her even more. (laughs) Because on one hand, it's like, well, she's being her true self and she's an asshole. But on the Mm -hmm. other hand, it's like, dude, like, try to be civil no but she doesn't say like okay so i know people like this who are assholes and are like i'm an asshole Mm -hmm. that's fine she doesn't think she's an asshole no she's keeping a hashtag real right everything is couched in well you know this is just who i am like this is me like i speak my truth like he's problematic so i'm i'm speaking up for myself everything is somebody else's fault and she's just defending herself and that is from abandonment issues with her mother thank you very much yep like it does something to you when one of your parents abandons you it just does yeah and she's been abandoned emotionally by her mother and she goes through life like this like with her arms up defending herself and if mark does the slightest thing like spend too much time on instagram and not pay attention to her that is another rejection for her and she lashes out and the person she really wants to lash out on is her mother Yeah, if I were friends with her, I'd be like, Lindsay, I love you. Because clearly I'm insane that I'm her friend. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, but you need therapy. Like I would would express this constantly, like with all due respect, you need fucking therapy because you're just reliving your hatred for your mother. And you'll never find someone until you resolve this issue. In order for me to love myself, I had to let go of a lot of anger I had towards my father and all those issues that I had with him. I had to. And then I was able to not only love myself, but find someone that actually loved me in return because I was going after dudes that were withholding yeah. They would ignore me. They would go to, to, mi- to mimic what you have. Mimicking yep. the thing that was with mm-hmm. my dad. So I was just like, But no. the only reason you were, the only way you were able to get over that, Leslie, is to understand that whatever happened with you and your father was your father's issue right. and not yours. And yep. she, that's what she needs to understand. Like your mother is the problem, not mm-hmm. you. But it's hard to see that when you're a kid. It and is. she's just, she's still a kid. It emotionally yeah oh my god we and have I just figured out want to say for the record my father is a great man sure it was just that he didn't know how to deal with raising a daughter 
Right. And he was always worried about that dynamic. And then as I got older and went through puberty, it like freaked him out. And then he was kind of absent and he was never like a touchy feely, like mm-hmm. huggy person anyway. No, so this, I always felt like that, like rejected. That's very common. And mm-hmm. that's even come up like in my therapy, when I talk about uh, my husband's relationship with our girls, my therapist will say to me, well, when you think about it, like a lot of men, even when they were kids, didn't know how to act around 15 year old girls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they just don't know how to act around that. So Mm -hmm. like, it's, I think that's very common. Like that feeling of sort of an, sort of an emotional step back. Yeah. When a daughter gets into that age, it's very rare that you see it with the same sex parent. And it's even worse worse. because you feel betrayed. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you have a split with opposite sex parents, sometimes that affects your relationship with that opposite sex. Right. But when you have a split with the same sex parent, it affects all of your relationships Mm because it affects your sense of self. Yeah. And that's what's like, I, so this is why guys in the beginning of the season, like I would make excuses for her because I do feel like she is a hurt person. Yeah. And that's where that is coming from. But like, that doesn't give her the right to just fucking treat Mark like a piece of shit. It does not. Guys, Joey was barking and uh, Leslie had to go tend to him. (laughs) He needs to be tended to. Joey is an old man that wants kids off his lawn at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Just kids walking down the hallway. He's like, how dare you? Yeah, I was like, it's okay. What do you have to do? Just go like calm him down? Yeah, I just go, puppy, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, come here. And then he calms down. All right, he's fantastic. Let's get another picture of him if we can. Yes. Okay. He's insane. All right. So back to this whole thing. So Kev says, you should apologize to Mark. Like he's right here, let's do this. Mm -hmm. Olajuwon's like, look, this, I'm going to paraphrase what Olajuwon said. He's like, (laughs) you're going to look like a fucking asshole. Apologize, trust me. Trust me, this is not a good look for you. So she does apologize. And then Steve pipes up and he's like, oh, hey, everybody, let me put my bong down back here. Uh, Mark, <laughs> is there anything else you need an apology for? Which was kind of weird. And we think it was the spitting. Yeah, that's what it was. And I just wrote, Steve hates Lindsay and I'm here for this. Yeah. So now the spitting comes up. Lindsay denies it. And O is like, if it happened, just say you're sorry. Like, again, he's trying Mm -hmm. to protect her image. So she says, are you ready for this? (laughs) Hold on to your migraines, ladies and gentlemen. And all non-binary listeners. I'm super sorry. No, I'm sorry in that super close conversation if a little bit of my spittle landed on your shirt. No, dude. No. You no, I think him. she hocked the loogie. She went, you oh. spit on him. You spit on him. Yep. All right. So that's over. Then we see some of the sex exercises. We also get footage of Steve's LED lights. We learn he has them in his car, which is 100% a Tesla, I'm thinking. Mm, probably. I think saw his car, but I can't, that might have been noise. I, don't, I feel like he, he has Tesla vibes. <laughs> yeah definitely definitely um we discussed the dirty boxer shorts oh says yes and linked in his pocket that earlier and it was he, not shit stains you guys and my Internet. literal my literal ending note is the rest is dumb okay. <laughs> yeah it is so 
tell me what we saw in the clip of what's coming up next week. So apparently we have a where are they now, which probably takes place months after they filmed this reunion. Yeah. So yeah. we'll see who's still quote unquote together, who's mm-hmm. broken up, what's happened since. And then of course we get a clip of Alyssa saying again, you know, <laughs> I really am a good person. And she's oh, like God. laughing. So she's just leaning into this trope that she yeah. says it. And it's not funny. And she then needs later a PR on, person to be like, no, not, not, not the good road to take. Who's going to want to work with her? She's a nightmare. She's a nightmare. So then later on, we see her talking to like a friend and when she mentions this and then Potato from Texas last season, Ryan shows up and meets up with her and gives her a hug. And you're like, why is this happening? They're a perfect match for each other. They totally are. This is who she needed. She needed him. Mm hmm. We yep. also see like a glimpse of like Owen oh, Katina, they're like painting, it looks like, and they're just talking about something. It doesn't seem that monumental. Oh, says something vague, like, yeah, you need to do this or that. And then Katina gives him a look. It's it's probably nothing, mm-hmm. but you just get that vibe, like, oh, are they still together? Steven Noy, it's kind of like, are they still together? It's like mm-hmm. everything is fine. And uh, apparently, Chris is back. And he's saying that he's talking to someone and it's someone that we know. And then it's like kind of hangs there. So I don't know so who the, that is. The rumor is that it's Olivia. And if we remember, Olivia was from the New Orleans season. I believe it was New Orleans. And she was matched with Brett, who was real dumb and kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> and so she was met with him. He was like potato version one. Okay. Okay. And um, she's sweet. I mean, she's like, I want to say she's a school teacher too. Like she's like just this sweet, nice, small person. Small, I mean, short. Um, Mm -hmm. But she's, you know, kind of like bland. Like I think she'd be good for Chris. Like there's nothing (laughs) extraordinary about her. You know, she's pretty. She's nice. But like, you know, she's not like, she's not like a Brett from Houston. Do you know what I mean? Who who just made such an impression. She's kind of milk toast. I feel like they made it seem like it was someone from this current season. You know like how last mm-hmm. season and the where are they now? Mm-hmm. We had the whole like, oh yeah, was it you know Zach Johnny and and, mm-hmm. and also like Johnny and, and what's her face Mirla. Oh, Mirla. So it was kind of like that vibe. But if you're saying Maybe that it's it someone else, then that's the rumor I heard in one of the groups. If it's right or wrong, I don't know. So it could be fake news, guys. Could yeah. Be. You got real news from Leslie at the beginning of the episode, fake news from Amy at the end. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's all we see. And I I think that, you know, last season when we saw the, where are they now? It was like very weird because it was like, who are these people? So I'm wondering if if we get a similar situation here. Yeah. So we'll be back next week. Mm -hmm. Sounds like. Um, In the meantime, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you? Well, you can find me on social media at Sinister Girls. Um, we have a very exciting episode coming out next Friday. It's a really huge gap for me. It's a band that was very, very popular in 1999 and 2000s. The Ava Brothers, isn't it? To- it's, the, it's the Rolling Stones. <laughs> yeah, it's the Rolling Stones. It's bon that's when, bon when they were prominent in the 90s. No, but their the Rolling awesome- Stones really peaked in 99. I feel like. <laughs> You know, it's funny because during this interview, I talk about my love for Aerosmith and Steven Tyler. Okay. And a lot of times people are like, but you know, they're like a band from the seventies. And I'm like, you don't understand in the nineties, they had a resurgence. Alicia Silverstone really and Liv Tyler. 
it was in the 80s no but the 90s the videos for Aerosmith like that's when I got but they they kind of endeared themselves to Gen Xers when they did the the run DMC yeah run DMC yes that I'll never forget that and then permanent vacation was that album but Never then forget. again, I'm a millennial. So it was Alicia Silverstone for me that did it. And it was Angel, the song Angel, on um, Permanent Vacation, mm-hmm. that if you were at Skate Away and that fucking song came on, who you slow skated with made a difference. Like you were going to marry that person. Do you want to know how sad my life is? Angel is my death song. That's the song I want played on my channel. Oh, I have a death song. I have a death song. You do? What yes. is it? No Hard Feelings by David Brothers. There you go. My kids already are under instruction. This is to yes. what is to be played um, upon my death. So this is what I want. For my funeral, I want to start this, off with got dark. Alejandro Fernandez Como Quien Piel Una Estrella, which is this beautiful ballad. It has like this mariachi sound to it. And it's basically about losing a loved one. And his voice okay. is so beautiful and deep. And it's like, the quiero. It's, oh, it's beautiful. Okay. And it'll make you cry because it makes me cry every time I see him perform it. Now, are you, is your Angel. corpse in the building here? No, this is me being walked in to the church. Okay, so so they're taking your body in. Yeah, so taking so your body in. You're not being the... cremated. You're going to be a body. Well, just for the ceremony. And then they okay. can burn then me. I don't give a shit. You. Okay, all right, go ahead. And then when I'm being walked out, I want your mm-hmm. Because I'm going to be watching, clearly, spiritually, I'll be watching. Of course. I want all of this done. So when you're walking out, Angel is playing. Yes. Okay. Who's singing it? Do you have a preference? No, we're going to use the actual singing? records. I want okay. the fucking Aerosmith song. I want the Alejandro song. And I want the OG artists. What if you're, you have a sister, right? What if mm-hmm. your sister can arrange to have Steven Tyler there? So that means I'm dying really soon because Steven Tyler is significantly <laughs> older than me. <laughs> I think we can reanimate him. I think he could go another hundred years. Also, Steve, Steven Tyler, I love you so fucking much. Get well soon. I, I hope know, that you're back in time for me to see you in November. At He's the in residency. rehab, right? He's in rehab. Mm-hmm. This is so brave of him. He yeah. knows he has a problem and he's is it drinking it. drugs. Did he say it was or? um he had an injury and I think oh, it was like opioids, opioids. again. Yeah. So it's like we're putting a stop to it. He's yep. he has this. He's done this before. He can do yep. it again. Yep. He and he's so always brave. spoken very openly about that stuff, yes. which is really cool. He's amazing and I love him so much. I'm sending you love. So you yeah, follow hear- me at Sinister Girls. <laughs> Do you want to hear my funeral plan? Sure. I want to be cremated and I want Timmy to, or the girls, whoever outlives me, to get on a boat in Monterey Bay and to go out to the humpback whales and spread my ashes amongst the whales while no hard feelings is playing on the boat. <laughs> Here's the thing though. People don't take me into account because we've like glamorized the scattering of the ashes. I know. The wind is going to hit them in the, the face. So your particles all over the place. <laughs> you're going to be going up people's noses yep. and like yep. they're yep. going to cough you up. <laughs> yep. So, you know, that's what I want. And I, if he could throw me hard enough to land on a whale, that would be great. <laughs> Poor whale. Uh, <laughs> the blowhole is like covered in like dead Amy. What the hell is wrong with us? Why are dead we Amy. so dark? Dead Amy, the new scent coming from Pure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow, so this I'm, is dark. I'm over at Gen X. This is what I feel like I could put a trigger warning on this. That's <laughs> so um i'm over at gen x this is why my sister and i you want to talk about dark we just covered titanic and we never laughed so hard in our lives 
how dare you that is the most beautiful we agree we love it's the most amazing movie like we love it so much in fact to cover it we almost didn't even have to take notes because we know every word listen it's five hours of a woman retelling a story about how good of a dick down she got on a boat well and this we, is the movie my sister and i have a fierce disagreement because she thinks the love story is the weakest part of the movie and i think the love story is the best part of the movie it's the best part because it's otherwise i part. don't care about any of the other people dying like sorry well we were talking about how awesome it was to see it in the theater and the ship sinking and all those i you saw know, it three times and, yeah we saw it like tons of times i just i love it mm. Love it. So, so anyway, I'm over there. I'm still covering Little House on the Prairie, still slogging through that. Okay, for a while. But we are doing some fun other things like Golden Girls and Titanic and everything else. Um, so when you're done with Little House, are you gonna move to Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman? No, we're doing 90210. <laughs> oh yes, I'm in for that. Yes, yes I cannot wait. Yeah. That show oh, meant so much to me as a teenager. I know. I know. I can't even. Um, I was a Dylan girl. Dylan, yeah. Dylan, Dylan. Forget Brandon, hated him. Dylan. Oh my God, they're so 90s. Oh, so they just announced they're going to do a 90s con next year. I hope they get 90210 and Saved by the Bell people in there. Okay, if they get 90210, awesome. I'm coming. Yeah, definitely. Okay. It's in Hartford, Connecticut. Oh my God. Tickets okay. going for tomorrow. I will accompany you this time and we'll like broadcast live. Oh my God. <laughs> On something unrelated oh to the 90s, like maths. <laughs> yeah. Like, do All right, you watch guys. this show? <laughs> so make sure you follow us on Instagram. We uh, are mostly active there. We don't really update mm-hmm. our Facebook page too much. And give us a review. You know, reviews really help. So if they you do. have something nice to say, we'd love to hear it. If you have something negative to say, shout it into a bag, wrap it up, and throw it in the garbage. Exactly. Okay. All right. So thanks for listening. My dog's crying, so I got to cut this short. My birds are <laughs> chirping. Thanks we'll for listening, zoom. guys. And we'll see you soon. Bye.